I do think it's important for people to realize that if you work with every step across all our programs, frankly, uh, the dollars that we're compensated for that care, the grants that we get, every uh, penny that we can get, every, you know, when I, people that work here know, I say all the time, one more dollar uh, coming in than going out, you've probably heard me say it. And that dollar that does come through the door that doesn't have to go right back out in direct cost, you know, that's a dollar that we put to care tomorrow and care to the next day. Uh, and I, I just think that's really important for people to understand what exactly it means when we say we're a nonprofit organization that's really trying to do our best for Iowans. Welcome to the With You at Every Step podcast. We address your healthcare questions and help you navigate life's challenges. Our guests share their expertise and real world advice related to care for older adults, grief and healing, and pregnancy and parenting. Every Step is a nonprofit healthcare and human services organization offering dozens of programs that are there when people need us most. Learn more about our free and low cost services at everystep.org. Thank you for listening. Here is our host, Polly Carver Kim. Welcome to With You at Every Step. I'm Polly Carver-Kim. I'm with the marketing and communications team here at Every Step. And we're excited to have you join our podcast today. Our first guest is the president and CEO of Every Step, Trey Wade. Trey, thanks for being with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. This should be fun. Well, Every Step covers such a wide range of services. Um, You know, everything from pre-birth to hospice care. And I want to talk about some of those services that Every Step does offer to uh, to every county in Iowa, actually, at least one of those services. But first, I want to talk about you a little bit. How long have you been with Every Step? Yeah, I've actually been with uh, the organization for 18 years now. Um, you know, I, I knew that I wanted to work in healthcare and human service. I knew I wanted to be in a profession where uh, I felt like the organization I worked for was making a difference. And, uh, you know, at the time it was Hospice of Central Iowa, and I gravitated toward uh, hospice and end of life care and the impact it had on families, which seemed so deep and profound and um, managed to, to stay out of my own way since then uh, and um, moved into this role as the president CEO, I think around seven years ago. Well, you've led the, the organization through some tough times. You were here for the whole COVID thing and, you know, everyone went through that. But when you're providing direct care, that had to be a real challenge. It, you know, it really was. It, but all the credit to our folks. I mean, I think, you know, the the perseverance that healthcare and human service workers have had to show over the last couple of years, the stress that they've been on, uh, you know, both every step employees, but just in general, you know, within the field. Uh, of those folks that have continued to, um, you know, head out there, putting themselves in harm's way to make sure that people that really needed critical services were getting them. It's just, um, you know, I'm in all those folks. I I happen to be married to one. Uh, She doesn't work for us, but my wife's a home care nurse. And so uh, I felt it at work and felt it at home and saw the strain. Um, You know, uh, I believe I really had the easy part. I mean, I could uh, sit here and just try to do my best with the senior leadership team we have on how we can best support the folks. But the, those that really did the heavy lifting were those that were out in the field, still meeting with people, going into homes, going into facilities, um, trying to pivot to an online structure so they could still get services and support and, and um, uh, you know, uh, get to the people that needed uh, the services the most across all our 30 programs. It was it was kind of awe-inspiring, and, and while it was awful, I look back on it with a lot of pride. 
we do have a great team of uh, professionals here, staff and volunteers. We have a massive volunteer uh, force that comes out and helps with everything that we do. We're, we're really lucky as an organization to have vetted uh, staff. Uh, but of course, it's a great working environment, so that's easy to want to stay here. Um, but also the volunteers that we are able to use. Yeah, you know, I, I obviously I always tell people we couldn't do what we what we do. We couldn't have the mission impact we have. We couldn't touch you know sixty thousand Iowans across thirty programs without the volunteers. They touch every part of what we do. Uh, you know, everything from providing some of that direct care uh, that we were just talking about, going into homes and making sure that patients and clients and families have what they need, sitting with people at really the most intimate times of their life. When you, when you think about, you know, sitting with someone who is uh, going through that dying process, uh, supporting family members that are Amanda the Panda services afterwards, um, you know, Amanda the Panda uh, serves hundreds of people a year and has a team of four. Um, and they would be the first to tell you the leadership of that program that, um, you know, the only way uh, that program and so many of our others exist are without uh, are with the people that, you know, give us that time, effort, passion, um, you know, just uh, dive into it every day and, and do it all on a volunteer basis. Now you mentioned uh, hospice, and that's what a lot of people associate every step with. Uh, because of our former name, Hospice of Central Iowa. Um, and of course, Amanda the Panda, the grief and loss of, uh, support programs that we have. I think people are familiar with that, but we go way beyond those two programs. Um, tell us a little bit about some of the other programs that we have. Yeah, we do. You know, so I mean, uh, every step came about as an amalgam of a number of different nonprofits and, and the core two programs that came together were Hospice of Central Iowa, which we've mentioned. And then visiting nurse services and visiting nurse services has a number of programs uh, that certainly help people throughout the lifespan. But I would say a core of their services are programs that are built around uh, helping moms, particularly moms that maybe are having their first kiddo or are in an environment where they need some support to ensure that they have a healthy pregnancy, uh, making sure moms are, are able to have that healthy pregnancy to take care of themselves and that unborn baby. And then a number of programs that you know, continue after the birth of that child to really make sure that moms and, and sometimes dads, that family unit and that kiddo have the support they need so that they can, uh, you know, start off life on the right foot and grow up half, happy and healthy. And usually the end goal is, you know, somewhere around uh, kindergarten that they're ready to, to hit school and, and develop as they should. Um, can mean anything from uh, nursing visits, um, uh, human service worker visits, you know, people going into the home, uh, we also have something called the Stork's Nest program where moms are able to uh, earn points through healthy behaviors during pregnancy, whether that's maintaining employment, smoking cessation, uh, getting those well child checks at the doctor. And with those points that they earn, they're able to go to our Stork's Nest store and, and you know, use those points to purchase needed things that every young mom or young family needs, cribs and car seats and diapers and formula. And so... Um, so that was kind of the two main programs, the visiting nurse services, doing so much more for maternal child health, uh, and helping moms and, and babies both before the birth and after. And then when you looked at hospice of central Iowa with all of those programs, um, that serve people through uh, the end of life. And then of course, Amanda, the Panda, which is serving people after, uh, you know, the death of a loved one. We just felt every step was a fitting name, uh, considering all the things we do. And we really are trying to be with people every step of the way. 
um, you know, the commonality I would say across our programs, because on the surface you might say, well, geez, I don't understand why, why did VNS visiting your services and, and hospice of central Iowa decide to, to partner, you know, it was really to drive down the cost of care. Um, you know, by coming together, uh, not only uh, those two organizations in Amanda the Panda, but a number of other hospice and home cares uh, around the state. And, you know, the more that we were able to come together as one common nonprofit where you get efficiencies, you know, you only need one tray, you only need one poly, you only need one uh, human resource department, one IT department. We really wanted to try to push as many of our dollars as we could to, uh, you know, our frontline staff, our patients, our clients and families and to best utilize the limited dollars that we have. And so um, that was kind of the impetus of us all coming together. And it's it's really worked great. You know, and the, the range of, of people that we serve is, uh, you know, I, my mind is continually expanding with the people that we serve. I've been with a couple of families just in the past week um, who are uh, immigrants and refugees and don't necessarily speak English. We have a great tra uh, translator program, the interpreter program. Um, so we really are reaching into the community to help meet the needs of those who don't have sometimes even the ability to access the resources because of language barriers. Yeah, that's really well said. And, you know, the one thing I always stress with our interpretation services is we are so fortunate to have those folks, not only for the obvious to be interpreters and, and break down the language barrier, but those are folks who are part of that community. And we really want to focus on you know, providing culturally competent care, respecting people from all walks of life and all, uh, um, you know, all backgrounds. And I think the best way to do that is you employ uh, community members, you employ people that are within that community. And that might mean, you know, the fact that uh, many of our interpreters are, are speaking their na native language when they're interpreting and English is their second language. And they're part of that community and they help us navigate not only the language, but uh, their appropriate way to provide care and the customs. Um, and then, you know, on the flip side of that, I look at, you know, when we look outside, certainly with outside of Des Moines, you know, we look at um, always making sure that leadership is local, our staff is local. You know, we just really always want to make sure that the people providing the services in the community come from that community. They know best, they know much better than than I do, or or maybe that you do how to meet the needs of the community. And those are the folks we lean on to make sure that we're always, um, you know, doing the things not only uh, that the community need, but doing them in the right way. One last question for you, Trey. Uh, what is one thing you would like people to know about every step that uh, you just want to have the chance to say, hey, did you know? Yeah, you know, I, I'd say, gosh, one thing is kind of hard. You know, I would say one of the things that, you know, is uh, um, kind of a misperception. And I go to back to our end of life and our hospice program. A lot of people think hospice kind of in the same way. I always use the, the metaphor of the Kleenex, right? Like name a brand of Kleenex. Well, I don't know. It's just Kleenex. And I think people think that about uh, hospice and certainly about a lot of healthcare and human service programs. And I would say just because of all the things I talked about today, um, I would always want to stress to people, they have a choice or a nonprofit. We have, um, uh, people that are in your community, from your community, providing the care. We're not sending someone, you know, quote unquote, from Des Moines, two and a half hours into, uh, you know, Southern Iowa to provide care. Um, as a nonprofit, you know, the the compensation we get for providing the care goes right back into 
our patients, our clients, our families, and our staff and our volunteers, um, you know, versus uh, there are a lot of for-profit hospices, for-profit healthcare entities, and that that that's not the case. You know, there's someone that's trying to make sure that they're, um, you know, making money off providing that care and that, uh, you know, I don't have a personal opinion on that, but I do think it's important for people to realize that if you work with every step across all our programs, frankly, uh, the dollars that were compensated for that care, the grants that we get, every uh, penny that we can get, every, you know, when I, people that work here know, I say all the time, one more dollar uh, coming in than going out. You've probably heard me say it. And that dollar that does come through the door that doesn't have to go right back out in direct cost, you know, that's a dollar that we put to care tomorrow and care to the next day. Uh, and I, I just think that's really important for people to understand what exactly it means when we say we're a nonprofit organization that's really trying to do our best for Iowans. That is important. Trey, thank you so much for joining us today. Glad You're to have you. Welcome. Yeah, it was Trey fun. Wade. Oh, it was fun. Yeah, it is fun. It's not painful, is it? <laughs> Trey Wade, the president and CEO of Every Step, has been our guest today. Thanks so much for tuning in. We hope to answer some questions you may have about the various services we offer here at Every Step and, and issues and, and uh, topics that you may be interested in as well. If you want more information about our organization, just head over to everystep.org. Uh, if you are interested in accessing some of our services or want more information about how to find the care that you need, uh, we would ask you to go to everystep.org slash care. And that is with you at every step for this time. I'm Polly Carver-Kim, and thanks so much for joining us. <laughs>